Hello, and welcome to Anchor Point, the daily podcast of First Colony Church of Christ in Sugarland, Texas. I'm Eric. And I'm Jenny. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're in the middle of a new normal, right along with all of you. Our son is home from college and doing the rest of his semester with online classes, right alongside of his middle school and high school sisters. We're watching the live stream of church on Sundays and on Wednesdays, and all of our extracurricular activities have, well, they've come to a halt. We're working, schooling, and connecting all from our home. Some of us are longing to reschedule vacations, get back to our office, and gather in our various communities. Others of us are quite content right here at home. For those of you with school-aged children at home, we want to encourage you in our short time together today. Maybe you're teaching multiple grades. Maybe you have distracted students, bored students, or maybe even very eager students. And maybe you have some special learning needs to deal with. As parents, you're playing the role of counselor, principal, behavior specialist, IT manager, and referee. Oh, and let's not forget cafeteria monitor. But as we navigate this unique season of life, we'd like to encourage you to see the opportunity to slow down. To reconnect. To eliminate distractions. To enjoy learning right alongside our kids. And to be challenged and maybe even stretched. As fairly seasoned, imperfect homeschoolers, we've graduated two and have two more to go. And no matter how you've come into this, maybe as something you never imagined, or maybe it's something you've actually considered, we have just a couple of thoughts for you today. As Stephen Covey taught us in his book, The The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, let's begin with the end in mind. Looking ahead to the end of this season, or maybe even to the end of your child's formal schooling, What's most important? Whether they're homeschooled or not, is it academic skills? Is it their family experience, their memories and relationships? Is it emotional health? Or is it a lifelong ability and love of learning? We've decided that knowledge and academics are important, and we want our kids to be lifelong learners, but ultimately, we believe that character and a relationship with God and one another are actually higher on the list. To that end, we want to share our four R's of educating at home. These are simply the basics to help us keep the main thing the main thing. So our four R's of educating at home are routine, reading, recreation, and rest. Now, please know we do include math, history, science, and all the rest, but these four R's are the things that we do first, that we consider first. So let's begin with routine. Some of you have already created color-coded charts for every one of your family members, and that is awesome, but maybe not everyone in your family responds as positively to those charts as you do. We've had some seasons where we did either a morning meeting together with a child or a daily wrap-up at the end of the day. Or maybe you simply have a checklist for the week. Whatever works for your family, do that. For your older kids, I encourage you to involve them in the process of daily planning. Whatever your style, find a rhythm that works for you as parents and also for your kids. And don't miss out on the biggest opportunity right now for discipleship right at home with your kids' quiet times, and Bible studies. 
With less rush in the mornings and evenings right now, look for the best place to include the rhythm of Bible study in quiet times. For us, we're doing a family Bible study on Philippians using Right Now Media. And instead of doing that just one night a week, we've taken the opportunity, because we don't have practice and rehearsals, to do it as many times as we like. Maybe you'd like to spend some time memorizing a short passage of Scripture together. This is something that you can share together as a family. There's no right or wrong way to do this. Embrace the things that work, and then just gently let go of the things that don't. The second R is reading. And this includes both reading alone individually and also reading aloud together. No matter what age your kids are, if I could encourage you to do one thing, read aloud to your kids. The brain development and emotional connection is proven. And if you don't know what to read, think back to your own childhood favorites. Or check out one of my favorite resources, readaloudrevival.com, where Sarah McKenzie has book lists for every age group. And I'll just share one of my all-time favorites with my kids, and it's an adventure story with a spirit-filled message in every chapter. It's called Little Pilgrim's Progress, based on the book from Pilgrim's Progress. But this one's by Helen Taylor, and it's made just for kids of all ages. So check that out. The third R is recreation. Because for boys, girls, whether kids are older or younger, playing outside and physical activities are key, and it wouldn't really hurt us as adults either. Be creative. Go on walks, ride bikes together, uh, have scavenger hunts, blow bubbles, fly a kite, do sidewalk chalk, or even, yeah, some outside chores. You know, get ideas from different places. Do art projects from things that you find on a walk, or maybe even have a sidewalk chalk competition like a lot of kids are doing in neighborhoods all around us. There's a lot online I see right now on uh, social media, so there are a lot of good ideas out there. The fourth R is rest, and this is something that in our busy, normal schedules often eludes us. And children will go back to school, we'll all go back to our workplaces, our churches, and our communities, we'll hug and shake hands, we'll hold events and celebrate life's milestones again, but it's our hope that we will never be the same again. Remember, this is an opportunity an opportunity to rest. And maybe that looks like sleeping some, sleeping in a little bit more when we don't have early morning buses to catch. Maybe it means staying up a little later and enjoying more family time. But showing our kids what it means to rest is a huge opportunity. As parents, may we rest under the protection of the Most High and dwell in the shadow of the Almighty, as Psalm 91 says. In the Old Testament, God repeatedly had the Israelites build altars, recall stories, and celebrate feasts that marked moments in their journey and miracles he'd done on their behalf. Over and over, he told them to remember. So what will our kids remember from this time? Hey, thanks for listening. Join us for our live stream worship on Sunday morning at 8.30 or 11 a.m. And please remember to subscribe and share this with someone else who might also be surprised to be a homeschooler.